glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play a suit right in rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. What up, everybody? Back on the Put Me In Coach podcast. Bobby Blanco, Ian Foster, Tom Natale. Greg Porter's on the horn. What's up, Greg? What's up? And in studio, special guest, Megan Healy. Hi, guys. Yeah. AKA, AKA Uno. Uno. Why is she Uno? Because she was the coolest girl that we hung out with. Oh. I thought you were like, really good at the card game Uno. Probably. She was. She oh. bounced me out a couple times. <laughs> Get that reverse. She hit me with that skip. That skip, skip. So we I thought I was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get to that right now? <laughs> like we're at the top of the show. No. I want to. What? what? <clears throat> How I thought she was a dude because you guys always referred to her as Healy. Healy. Yeah, and I'd never have heard of anyone calling their girlfriend by her last name. Though it's always like a, a dude name, you know. And, and girls can't be funny. Yeah. <laughs> Those stories were way oh, too well, funny. I'm also hearing of like how, oh, Healy was so drunk. Or like, <laughs> Dad yeah, listens to this podcast. Let's. <laughs> Healy broke it down on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple times. Healy and I got in a condiment, condiment fight. <laughs> well, that was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> For nice. me, at least. <laughs> that sounds something me you and my got, boys are getting. You got owned. <laughs> it's true. What's, what prompted that? I don't. I literally have no idea. I think she got like some ranch on me. I think it was even an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> and then, we were in Arby's. And then it just, man, did that thing snowball real quick? <laughs> sure did. <laughs> that got that got away from us. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm holding. <laughs> she she threw some barbecue sauce on my face. I'm holding her arms, just destroying her with ranch, <laughs> barbecue sauce, ketchup. <laughs> How we didn't get kicked out of that place, I have no idea. You were in a Sounds place? Like Arby's. Arby's. We were in Arby's. <laughs> well played, Greg. <laughs> so in our bathing suits after a day at the beach, too. Yep. It Not was appropriately after... dressed. No. <laughs> it was It was after uh, the boat. Was it? Yeah, I think we, we, we boated that day. Yeah, and we... then we hosed you, Ian hosed you off. Like in the scene from Pulp Fiction, just with freezing cold water, <laughs> and she was <laughs> she was clean for like a good forty seconds to like two minutes, whatever it was, and I just kept on spraying. <laughs> here you go, Healy. We have fun here. <laughs> that was that was a good day. <laughs> man, you're so cool, Megan. <laughs> Megan was Uno because she's number one girl, and then Caroline Quinn was two, mm-hmm. which she accepted. She was actually pretty quite proud of her dose yeah. title. I mean, CQ number dose. All right. Dose. All right. Well, thanks everybody for, for tuning listening, in. for yeah. tuning in. Yeah, we're just a few days ago, not month separated. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, this one records. Megan's sole job, besides being there and supporting us and having fun tonight, is to make sure this damn thing records. It's a very she, important job, Megan. She Porter, who can do that job? A nutless monkey. <laughs> 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 she is sitting in Porter's chair at his spot. Watching the damn computer. She's got the nutless. Sorry. So, real quick before we get started, again, thanks for listening. We know we did a, pod, a co- podcast on last Thursday. Um, tonight, well, actually, oh, oh, quick announcement. 
Of course, follow us on the social medias yeah. at Put Me in Coach Podcast on at PMIC Podcast rather on Instagram, Twitter. Put Me in Coach Podcast on Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play, all that stuff. But also the PMIC official NCAA March Madness bracket challenge is out. Check that social media, all social media pages at Bobby underscore Blanco at Tom underscore Natalie at Ian underscore Foster twenty one. At not present Gregory, um, <laughs> for the link, it's it's free. If you're a listener and want to join, just click the link. The password is PMIC. Um, you can enter up to 25 times, I believe. We have not yet determined if we're gonna do a buy in yet. $20, $20 buy in. I see, I don't, I don't know, is it okay to broadcast that like on a post? Like, hey, you need oh. to, to, in order to do this, you have to pay us $20, and it's a gambling thing. No, it's the same thing as, like, tournament play with poker. As long as there's no, like, making a fee off of it. So if you did $20 and we took 5 and the prize of 15 went to it, that's illegal. But like, like Molly's game. If everybody's game. putting in the same amount, no. Okay, so I can broadcast that. It's a $20 buy-in. And well, I'm not an attorney, but that's my general understanding of how that works. I mean, okay. it's the same is true if you do like a home poker game. Like having a home poker game is not illegal. Doing tournament play or anything like that, as long as nobody is making money off of hosting said activity, it's not technically gambling. It's also, but it is illegal to smoke cigars in the house. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, per Daniel. And, and Greg and I too. That was <laughs> that freaking was not, terrible. It was not a smart decision. That was bad. That was not one of our best. <laughs> I, I was opposed from the get go. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so speaking of it, March Madness is here. It's one of the most wonderful times. It's the best. It's, it, this is the greatest weekend in sports for me. It's the most fun. Yep. It is watching basketball from noon to midnight, nonstop. All the and I go from six to midnight. Hell yeah! Noise. So it, it's uh, uh, folks. You got the number <laughs> number one seeds: Duke, Virginia, North Carolina, and Gonzaga. That's crazy. ACC Ooh. is well represented in this three all ACC teams. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. As far as local tides are concerned, there's really only one local oh. school that made it, and that was our beloved Maryland Terrapins, who were surprisingly a six seed. I did not expect us to be that high. Not at all. Or low, I guess, or whatever. I did not expect us high. to have that seed. High um, seed. It's a high seed. Yeah. Did not expect us to be that high after some really, really bad recent losses. I didn't... Uh, well, first, to touch on your first point, I also did not realize that there are, yes, the only other, like, quote-unquote local... Old Dominion, is that kind of local? Is that a Virginia school? It's Virginia. Yeah, but that's it's Virginia. UVA. Southern Virginia. And Virginia uh, Tech's Maryland. five hours away. That's not, yeah. That doesn't count. Yeah, there are... No no George Mason, no BCU's Georgetown, too far no away. GW. Yeah. Huh. No Georgetown? Seriously? They haven't been good in a while. Yeah, uh, I think they got surprising. like a three seed in the NIT. Wow. Damn. Um, anyways, yes, very surprised that Maryland um, got I the number six seed Turpin. in the East. Uh, I Most people, and even I think I did myself, had them pegged as a seven or eight. Poss- yep. Some even had them at a nine, nine. Yeah. which is terrifying. Um, and so going in, but here's the thing. It's a weird, for me... The way I look at the bracket when it first came out, it's a weird trade-off. They're a six seed, and they're lucky to be a six seed, but I think they're in the hardest side of the bracket. I think the East is the hardest because their top four is Duke, Michigan State, who Michigan State has playing unbelievable absolutely af- as of late. Three is LSU, who's the number one seed in the SEC. They beat Tennessee and Kentucky this year. Uh, Except and Virginia Tech. LSU is a bit in turmoil. Their head coach just had Correct, to Correct, and quit. their best yeah. player's out, right? Yeah. 
Um, and and there and there are some like Louisville, Minnesota. That's a good matchup. Virginia uh, Tech's good this year too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Buzz, Buzz has done a phenomenal Buzz job Williams. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, VCU is the eighth seed. So you know, it's not. I think to me, and I look at the. I mean, obviously, the, a lot of the, there's going to be a lot of close games, a lot of great games. But I look across the other brackets, like I think Tennessee um, can run away with their side of the bracket. I don't. I, I never think Virginia's for real. Um, I go down North Carolina. I think they're playing some North Carolina, Kentucky. I think it's going to come down to them in the, in the Midwest, and then out west. The I think Michigan can can run through their Michigan's bracket. Good. Um, so they're like one of the best defensive teams in the country. So I think it's a weird trade off that they got a six seed, but I think to me the East is the hardest region. But when it comes to when you narrow it down even further for a six seed, Maryland I think got the best matchup. They're playing the winner of the playing game, which we're currently watching right now between Belmont and Temple. You look across the board, six seed Villanova got St. Mary's. Yeah, That's Ohio a, State's a six, eleventh seed. Yeah, Arizona State, State, St. Joe's, uh, and then yeah, Buffalo wins gets Arizona State or St. Joe's. I would take St. John's. Excuse me. You're right. My bad. Uh, I would take the Belmont Temple game winner out of any of those opponents in terms of the six seed. And then also you I'm so scared. You also mentioned that you know I, I everyone a lot of people have Yale upsetting LSU See but that. even if LSU does get back like you said they are kind of in turmoil mm-hmm. you don't know how they're going to react second round of the NCAA tournament I don't know how far they got in the SEC I know they didn't get too far yeah uh and they, I think they probably got I think they got bounced by Auburn and so I mean Maryland it's we talked about last week how frustrating and annoying we are we were watching them and yeah. how they've played like dog crap over the past 2 weeks yeah, it was forking terrible. But it is kind of setting up where they have a they have a realistic path to the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> and who would they play? And if they make it that far, where would they play? They would play in Washington D.C. That's crazy. They would play at Capital One Arena. And there is also a possibility <laughs> that they could play Duke. There's a possibility they Hell could yeah. play Michigan State in the Sweet Sixteen, and then if they play their best game, play Duke in the Elite Eight. And do you have the? It's been years. Do you have the mental capacity to watch another Maryland Duke game? No, no. When <laughs> I saw that, I was, I immediately started hating life. I was like, no, no, just get out of that bracket. Why are we in that bracket? And then, especially this Duke team, all year I've been saying, I'm so happy we don't have to play Duke. Yeah, yeah. Is it this team too? Which actually is my next this question. Team. Yeah. Um, is it Duke versus the field? I think so. They're their overall yes. number one seed. I actually think North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina beat them twice. Should have beat That's them in fifth. Um, yeah. yeah. Without Zion on the, I believe it was the second game. I didn't know. It was, the first game was when Zion got hurt. He okay. played the first I, minute, was out the rest of the then, game. Yep. I understand. And I think Carolina won by like 12 or something. They blew yeah. him out. They blew him out. And then Carolina won again in Chapel Hill. Mm-hmm. That one's and then closer. Zion did not play at all. And then the, the third meeting was the semifinal of the ACC tournament on Friday. That the, was the one of the best basketball games all season. And they had the lead. Yeah. Should have won. Yeah. I was getting I anything anyone else get more mad about when Duke win I get more mad when other teams let Duke win than when Duke actually wins. Like you should have beat them. You choked and yeah. you lost. I'm mad at you, not at Duke for winning. Yes. Oh god, it pissed me off so much. Dick. Dick 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 dick. Haley, are you putting it in a bracket? I'm gonna do two. That's hell yes. That's forty bucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Money, not, please. Not two for PMSC. One for school and then one with you guys. 
Hell yes. And the more I watch less basketball, somehow the better I do in brackets. It just works that way. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend, like girlfriends that. win pools mm-hmm. more than the actual guys. Like sitting here twirling my All hair and I'm like, what's a duke? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fun nickname. They have a cute, I like their uniform. I like that mascot. My mom. Yeah, picture. Hope's going to do one too. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, she already did one, I think. I saw her. She's already submitted. Or at least. Holy shit, she did. did. Um, I, I don't know who some of these people are, though, but that's a, that's a nice. Oh, I, I, I told a bunch of people. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. More, the more, the better. And Ooh, Biagio, every time you tell somebody, you also drop the little dive. Oh, it might be 20 bucks. Uh, yeah, I'm throwing it out every good, time. Good, 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 good. Um, so back to Tom's question. Duke versus field. I mean, I think it is Duke versus field. I just think. They they do have a flaw. They don't have a guard. Like they, they don't shoot three. They're like the most non Duke team we've seen in years. Mm-hmm. They shoot terribly from three point range. Like under or at thirty percent, which is very uncharacteristic of a Duke team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't get all the white guys this time. Right. Correct. But they have Zion Williams, who is the best player. Who does he team. remind you of? He, I, he's his own. He's his own guy. I, that's like, that's it, what everyone says. It's I, crazy. I've never seen anything like it. From the first game we watched, mm-hmm. like when we were upstairs. Yeah. Against Kentucky, uh, that dude is. Oh, and they rolled Kentucky. Rolled them. He he did things that game that I was just in awe of. Is there a higher, highly talented a, a recruit like this or a prospect like this with this much hype around him since what LeBron? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. There's nobody else. Maybe KD. KD was a one and done. KD was the second overall. I mean, Greg Oden had was more highly touted yeah. coming out. Mark Carmelo. Syracuse. I mean, they're yeah, not comparable he, in yeah, terms of like size and what they yeah, can do, but like yeah. I'm trying to think of guys who are one, you know, this guy's for sure one and done and he's going to be. Zion reminds me of a more athletic, higher ceiling version of Charles Barkley. Or like, or Zebo. I could see that. Just a like, much more athletic God, he's, but, he's a freak. Yeah. And the Wizards have like the sixth worth, sixth worst record. So you tell cool. me there's a chance. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I would pick Duke. I mean, obviously the coaching uh, coach K is going to put them in position to, to basically to steamroll all the way to the championship game. I mean, I really don't see anyone, especially in this Eastern bracket, nope. other than Michigan State, that could really give them a good run. I would say that would be uh, Michigan State defensively would be able to potentially find a way to neutralize Zion Williamson and um, R.J. Barrett and a few of those other blue chippers. I feel like. Um Virginia Tech wants another shot at them. Didn't Virginia they, Tech? They play well against them. Didn't they Virginia Tech's good. I think they beat them in mm-hmm. Blacksburg. I might be wrong. But that would be a Sweet 16 game, possibly. So, yeah, I, but I agree. I think even Virginia Tech probably gave them a run, but I would say Duke is going to be heavy favorite against them, and Michigan State might be the only other team that could has a realistic shot at keeping them out of the Final Four. Their odds of winning the tournament is crazy. It was really? like two to one or some shit like that. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. It's the it's the the best odds at winning since Kentucky two thousand fourteen. Wait, no, that means they ain't going well. Correct. Please. Um, <clears throat> is there a team out there that you think that c- could really give them a run for their money? Well, we've seen Carolina. Carolina's mm-hmm. a, that's my number one. And a lot of people have two Carolina episode four as the championship game, sure. which would be crazy. Crazy. I, I would say and I hate both those teams both so, Michi- so much. Both Michigans, I think, can give them a good run. I was going to say Michigan because I mean, I you have to go kind of like by who they would play at certain points. So you have to go down to the West, who they would face potentially face in the Final Four game. Okay, 
and I think I would have Michigan coming out of that bracket. Gonzaga beat them early in the season with Zion in the was at the Maui final. Mm-hmm. So maybe Gonzaga. I don't think Gonzaga gets out of this 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 side of the region. What this a, region though. What about? I don't either. I feel like they're the, they're probably the weakest. They are the fourth one seed. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Virginia? I mean, they got to be pissed off, right? Uh, but what? I mean, they lost to a 16 seed last season. Oh well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got something improved now. <laughs> yeah, I, I again, I never. I, it's hard for me to trust the, the Virginia squad in come tournament time. Not just because, not because they lost to a 16, but because of their style of play. Yeah. If they get behind, they're like, well, it's exactly what happened last year. They're they're not built to go on the score. They kind of remind me of. They're like, built to play defense. They they remind me of the like the option offense. Where yeah, kind like of. it, it works when it's working. It it's it's awesome. It works, but then what do you do when you get in the third and ten? Right. So, that, or that's if point. you're you find yourself down by twenty one points. A- at the same time, they're the best defensive team in the nation, as they are every single year. If they can find a way to, if they can manipulate teams to play their style of, of basketball, that's a victory for them. Um, I, I just think you need that. Ab- ex- sorry, Meg. In the tournament. You need the ability to be able to go on a run, and and score in bunches. Mm-hmm. Whether you need to utilize that ability or not, that's a different question. But you have to have it in their in your back pocket, so yeah. to speak. Like yeah. you can't just be they're they're too soft offensively. I don't know if soft's the right word. Whereas if they fall behind, it's hard for them. To, it's almost impossible for them to get. They don't back. have any pop. Yeah, exact pop is a good word. You know, they don't they don't have that pop or that explosive. Way of playing basketball in order to catch up. If a, if you get they, all it takes is one day. They remind me of the like last year of the Run college team. basketball teams that we used to see growing up, where their strengths are their experience, the chemistry that they have, really really good defense. Where college basketball now is dominated by the one and dones, right? And without those one and done superstars, the chances of you winning are less likely than the others. Um, at the same time, I mean, I feel like the quote, you know, experience is often used in this tournament, and it's, it's, and it made sense for a long time. I, I don't really don't see that as much of a problem anymore. Where um, I still feel like I'm going to take the guys that are going to be top ten picks in next year's draft. That and it, ta- you know, there's always a guy who, who just catches fire. Sure. You know, Steph Curry, Kemba Walker, Trey Burke, Trey Burke. Those all guys who can carry their, you know, you. It, that's the other thing. But Virginia doesn't have that guy. They don't have a guy who can carry them, you know, and, and be the guy that just gets hot all of a sudden and, yeah. and win them ball games and just have massive games. Where, on the flip side, I think that's what Michigan is. Michigan is also, I think, they're the second best defensive team in the country, and they, they but they can actually the score. Nat, they did, <laughs> and they they can actually score. They, I think they lost, but here's their problem: is that they're not consistent enough doing it. Sure. I think they lost. They should have beat Michigan State in the Big Ten championship game, but they beat themselves. They, their offense becomes stagnant. They can't hit their shots, and it just they they become Virginia. You know, they kind of re- reduce to Virginia, where is that they lean too heavily on their defense, and their offense kind of fades away. If their offense clicks and they can shoot. And, I mean, and, they and run be, like they, they want be to. Motivated. I mean, right. they were not prepared last year losing to UMBC, and it was such an incredible like. They've been trolled about it ever since. So I mean, I would expect some uh, pretty large chip on their shoulder going into this tournament. Yeah, and let's see. I did pull up some stats though, and they have a really terrible run the past couple of years. VA? 2014, they lost to Michigan State in regional semifinals. 
2015, Michigan, Michigan State second round. 2016, Syracuse and regional final. 2017, Florida in second round. And then last year when they were the overall lost to the mighty retrievers of UNBC. <laughs> Those retrievers. Those retrievers. <laughs> I think that game was crazy. That was but awesome. Um, I've always wanted it to happen. It happened. It was so and, it, and it was a local team. Yeah. And the team I kind of like, ha. Yeah. I have no problem laughing at you. You know, it's um one one going back on the on the local side here. We talked about this last week. I saw Barry Sverluga Buffalo tweet this um afterwards. No. <laughs> I don't play. <laughs> Damn it. His, does Turgeon need to win this game Good. on Thursday? Shut up, Greg. Yes, he absolutely <laughs> needs to win this game. Because mm-hmm. what I someone said or, or or we said on on Thursday what they're Oh, and what three or four in their last five. first first Big Ten games? Like five. they haven't won a Big Ten game in five years. They haven't won a Big Ten. Oh, I'm sorry, game. tournament. Trojans lost five straight um, playoff games. Playoff games. Okay, but I think, but in the past couple of years, uh, they've. I don't remember. They've at least won NCAA. They've at least won one other. NCAA tournament game, but they were like mm-hmm. 0 4 in the past however many Big Ten games. Like they haven't won a Big Ten tournament game yep. in the past couple of years. That's right. They've at least won a tournament game. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think he needs to win this game. And, you know, if like, Yale beats, upsets LSU, he, he probably needs to win that game too. You know, that's that's a that's a clear path. You have a path to the Sweet 16. You need to get there. And this, that's what we talked about. They're, they are, they were consistently a, okay, who are we going to face in the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight? kind of team yeah. now it's like are we even gonna get out of the first week and it shouldn't be like that should not be like that. it's for maryland the recipe for them to succeed is, is quite simple it's don't turn the ball over and run in transition push the pace that's when they're at their best if they're playing a half court game when they are being dictated by their opponent they they lose much more often than they win that's all Do better right Skate better. Just do better. Skate better. We were Got talking it. about this over the weekend, though, and it's like your whole Redskins thing with, is there anyone out there that would replace Turgeon and make them successful in the future with, like, a quarterback? Like, are you going to get rid of someone that could be okay for another couple of years and kind of carry you over? Or do you say, like, we're done with this, and then you get whoever the... Juan Dixon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Juan Dixon. Nebbins. You know, I, that, yeah, that's a true. good question. And the thing is, I, I would say yeah. the most substantial difference is there's legitimate talent on Maryland's roster. Yeah. I mean, there are a couple NBA prospects in Bruno Fernando and Jalen Smith. Mm-hmm. Another, not one of them is like, le- like a, a lottery, lottery pick, pick but yeah. still like producing any kind of NBA talent is quite a success. And just they have some excellent, excellent role players, and I feel like if they had a coach that was more entrenched in terms of schematics and X's and O's, then I, 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 I feel like they would be much, much more successful. Uh, for I mean, I know it's unfair, but if, if again, I'll say I, this to I'm blue in the face, Ian, how good would we have been if Gary was coaching this uh, amount of talent? I think about it all the time. All the time. And Gary, you give him two, three stars – and then he'll give you a good team. He'll give you a four seed. You give Turgeon four or five stars, and he gives you a lackluster six. He's going to get bounced out by Belmont. It's it's pathetic. There's no they get better once they leave here, and it's not because of Turgeon. Everybody either stays the same or regresses. Absolutely. So I mean, I I mean it's got I I feel like 
we've been talking about the, our thoughts on Turgeon for years. Now it really seems like it's gained some momentum. For the where the yeah. it's pretty, it's it's quite clear that Porter, what you doing over there? Porter, did you just flush? No. Are you pooping? No, promise. Okay. I had to, I had to kind of turn your volume down. What's the noise coming out of? Yeah, he room? he muted you. He muted me. He muted There's you. There's some noise coming out of your <laughs> room. It sounds like either like it sounds like air or a flush. Oh, that's, Is that what that's probably what we're hearing. No, it's Omar waiting outside to get his drop. <laughs> I mean, it's Baltimore. It could literally be anything. <laughs> um, okay, so last question I have in regards to this tournament. Who yes, is, Maryland wins the whole thing. Who is your... Because <laughs> there's a Cinderella story every single year just about. Is there, is there a team, an under-the-radar team, that you think has a legitimate shot to go far? Mm. I got one. I'll go first. And it's not really a Cinderella, but I watched them in the uh, ACC championship game. Florida State's good. They are good. If they can play offense adequately, they will. They got a good shot to win their um, the West region, in my opinion. To w- yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. I think they're better than Gonzaga. I think they're better than Syracuse or Baylor. I mean, really, their only true test would be Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah, I like Florida State. Florida State, I like. I uh, good. They're a two seed, so it's not really that far. But Tennessee, for me, mm-hmm. is going to make a lot of. They, they lot were of number games. one, number one for a large part of the season. Yeah, number they, one, they, they got the whomped. Did Auburn? Auburn rolled them in the championship game. They did right because they played a great game against Kentucky in the semis. Mm-hmm. That was part three of their series. I think Kentucky series. whooped them too. Well, they that, whooped, they whooped each other. Yeah, Kentucky whooped them in Kentucky, and uh, Tennessee whooped them in in Rocky Top. I think mm, I'm going to try to go on a limb here, and it's not because I am a like semi Oregon fan, but I'm just going on recency and Oregon like surprised everyone and won the Pac-12, and I'm just going on. Okay, yeah. did they catch a hot hand? And they're a team that has been good in the past. They they had a really good team two or three years ago that was like a two seed and, mm-hmm. and almost made it to the Final Four, I believe. Cincinnati's a seventh seed, and they beat Houston, who's a three seed. Houston was dominant virtually the entire season, Who's I that? understand it. Oh, everyone's hype on... Oh, what is it? Wofford? That in Murray State, oh, right? Yeah, I've yeah, seen that. that guy they, have, they have a point guard or someone that's unreal. He like averages 30 a game? Yeah. He's unreal. And he's like supposed to be the lotto. Where, where are they in the bracket? And he leads the nation in assists too. He's in the Western bracket, he's playing Marquette. Marquette. And that's a twelve-five matchup. Yep. So that and usually those are I like love those are like matchup. sixty like the, sixty forty yeah, in terms of who that, wins. Yep. Twelves twelves win that a lot. I love those. Um, I'm picking it. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. But <laughs> they're good. They're in the MAC. They played Miami of Ohio. Only like, Buffalo will why win. Why not? Only Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Damn. I wish yeah, there's you were usually playing. a 12 or 13 seed that can man it, get to the final 16 or even elite elite eight. So, I mean, we'll see. You see, Irvine won 30 games this year. They're mm. a 13 seed. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I think there's a lot of storylines and <gasps> Thursday, Friday is, coming up. As oh. usual, anyone but Duke. Do you have um, to work Thursday? No, I'm off. Come up to Baltimore. I'm on spring break. Ooh, shocker, bro. Mm-hmm. We gotta see what the see what the missus is doing. 
coming to Baltimore with you. Maybe coaching soccer. Shout out Hope. Hope Goots. Coach Goots. Coach Goots. She, she's like, don't please don't let that catch on. I'm like, that's all I'm going to call you. Coach Goots. Coach Goots. Hope Guterman, the new varsity head soccer coach at Sherwood High School. He's so cool. Go, what's their Warriors. Name? Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> Come out and play. They're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you going to go to all the games? I'm going to go. To, yeah, the ones that I can go to, I'm absolutely going to go. Yeah. For sure. I'm going to be like, I'm be like, don't worry, I'm not the creepy guy. Yeah. All right. Coach is go. <laughs> I'm here Mrs. for the girl. Head but, coach. But the, but the I missed your head yes. coach. <laughs> Call me Mr. Goots. The first coach. <laughs> <laughs> the first coach. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I think that's, that's enough for March Madness. We're going to move on to baseball. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about. Would you have something to add, Bob? I was gonna say again. Just check our pages for our link to our contest, and please feel join in and uh, have join in the fun. So the in baseball, I did want to. We didn't get a chance to talk about Bryce Harper going to the Phillies, Manny going to the Padres. Um, what we did talk about in the last episode was <laughs> the the dick measuring contest of Between what me and my computer. <laughs> and of, the computer one. And the computer one <laughs> of, of Bryce Sorry, Harper man. wanting. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bryce Harper's top priority was to be the highest paid athlete in American sports history. <laughs> that lasted so two uh, weeks, two and a half weeks. Days. 18, 18 days. days. 18 days. That's awesome. Oh, man. And it, he didn't even just beat it, he Crushed. demolished it. He demolished it. So we don't have to get into nitty gritty because it's like complicated because it's technically an extension and it doesn't yeah. start you. And there's like all the money he's. He's owed for the next two years. Is adding blah 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 blah. Basically, four hundred thirty million dollars over twelve years. So he I'll beat him thousand dollars a day. Ninety thousand. Ninety eight thousand dollars a day. A day. A day. <laughs> Damn. I make, that, I make that in two months. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Ninety eight thousand. Yeah. I think it's I think it's each day that he plays, but Wait, I don't no. give a fuck. I make that in two years. I was like, you don't make I was, two years. I was like, I was like, I was like, Bobby, why are we doing it here then? <laughs> Like, no, no, two doing a bit. I, I love the podcast room, yeah. but man, if you got that scratch, come on. <laughs> Holy shit. So, you know, two pairs of gloves this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so, he beat the total value by 100 million. Mm-hmm. He beat the annual average value by thir- about 10 or 12 million. And then only got one less year. <laughs> I love it. I love it so funny. much. That's oh, funny. 18 days. And he's not going to Philly. And, and he's he, not going to Philly. Yes, and that's fantastic for you guys. Yes. And, 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 he, uh, and hey, Bryce Harper, Harper took a discount yeah. to, to get Trout and over So there. He, he tried recruiting Trout. <laughs> he tried recruiting Le'Veon Bell to go to Philly. That didn't work. I love it. And I just love, <laughs> and I saw on Twitter like, okay, so you wanted the largest contract, and now you're stuck in Philadelphia for 13 years. 13 years. years. <laughs> and all for 18 days. <laughs> 18 fucking days. You now now you're going to be miserable in Philadelphia for 13 years. Well, it's like the past, like, what, two years, and everyone was like, what's Harper going to do? Like, we're not talking about Trout. And he comes in, yeah, he's, he's like, just like, kidding. Hold my beer. Early. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you thought. I mean, kudos to the Angels. Yeah, I mean, a lot of they pressure. Got, they got their guy. They got their guy. I mean, I you can't let him. He play. is. He is that good. He, oh, he is. If he played on a, a team with like a higher market, like yes, he would get even more credit. But well, he's, just, he's also just not as marketable. He's as not as marketable Bryce as Bryce. He plays on the West Coast. He plays on a bad team. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Bryce just and he, he just, plays he, in a city that's dominated by the Dodgers, not the Angels, mm-hmm. right? And other sports. Yeah, completely. The Lakers, LeBron's there. The Rams now. The Rams mm-hmm. playing the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, uh, Bronze <laughs> there. The Philip Rivers there too. They got yeah. Dude, they don't deserve them. the the Kings had their little. Uh, they had their runs. Ru- yeah. So, but still, I mean, he's he is. We heard. Uh, we, yeah, you were in the crowd this morning. We we heard Grand Danny because like we were like walking out the door when it was like breaking, and so I put on Grand Danny, and they're like, he is so close to already being the greatest of all time. It's unreal how good he is at everything. At everything. Everything. Danny made a good point. The only thing he might not be great at is throwing, but he still has a pretty solid. It's a it's a solid arm. It doesn't have to be the greatest. And they did bring, but they did bring up he can track like fly balls like a a fucking drone. And they brought up, of course, that catch the, he made at Camden Yards. God, I was watching that too when it happened. I was like, yeah. "No!" We were like, "Oh, <laughs> it's wow!" Oh, it's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> just just bow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that, you, got, you got that. God, that I mean, that was unreal. It's like, did you catch that? Oh yeah. I feel like so. that should be one of your rules. Like, other players' best highlights are usually against like I don't a local know. team. That, I don't know. Is it, that's I just did a quick scan. I don't see it. Is that because uh, that is so it. true? Because that we say that about everything. Like everybody has their career nights against this. That's, that's everybody. Yeah. Um, well, we're a cure all. So. All right. We're oh my now. God. Kelly Olynyk. That's all I'm gonna say. He <laughs> jumps before Sorry, the running. He he takes like one step on the warning track and jumps and then still catches it over the wall. He's Maybe. a freak. He's so good. Anyways. Um, I, I wanted to, because I know this is uh, delayed, but I wanted to give my, like, kind of like, I did like a pro and con type thing with Bryce Harper and him going to Philadelphia. A um, few things. One, I'm grateful. He is one of the largest, largely one of the reasons why there is a good fan experience at Nats Park. There are kids everywhere around the DMV. <laughs> In red 34 jerseys. I appreciate that. He put fans in the stands. He had one of the best seasons in baseball history, which is saying something, back in 2015. And, um, you know, he showed up when at, in some of our biggest moments. Counterpoint to that. It all just seems kind of disingenuous at this point. Um, you dick, bro. And I, I never disputed the fact that, that he was a douche. I thought that was widely widely known that Bryce Harper was a douchebag. When I'm a Duke basketball fan. I'm a New York Yankees fan. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. It's God, everything that we hate that. and people that do that. At the same time, I was like, well, if he's hitting 40 home runs and close to 100 RBIs, be a, douche it up. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> I don't care. He, he, was, he was your douche. He was yeah. our douche. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, Not my douche. And it's just... <laughs> I'm going to get you a t-shirt. Not my douche. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> PMIC at porterstots.org. Is there another scenario in which a player of this magnitude has played for the rival? Because I really can't think of one. I've, we tried to do DC in the last podcast. We couldn't think of one. I mean, Dion. Yeah. Dion went from the 49ers to the Cowboys, and that was when they were like prime hating each other. That's true. And That's he, a went, good he went there because they were the rivals. Maybe Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, but that was just because of that one season. I mean, I'm talking like like cumulatively, like there is no animosity between you know these two towns. And for me, going to Philadelphia, it just it really irks me because of how much the, the Phillies took advantage of our fan of this franchise and this fan base when we first came here. When we were 
the Montreal Expos, the, one yeah. of, the worst team in baseball and one of the worst teams in professional sports. And so they just took advantage of it. It was embarrassing. It was humiliating. And for him to go there, it, it just completely changes the dialogue, the narrative of Bryce Harper's tenure. Because if he went to the Dodgers, if he went to the Padres, if he went somewhere basically outside of the goddamn division, he would be greeted, I feel like, with you know, gratitude and um, being just being appreciated. Thank you for the memories. Wish you all the best. And um, but now it's it's completely flipped. And I don't think I, I would I would anticipate him to be booed more than he's cheered come April sixth or whatever day that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Agreed. I think so too. I think it's like you said. It's the going to the the rival. And, and and Philly's arrival in so many different ways, not just because it's division, but it's proximity. Like you mentioned, how much Philly fans used to infiltrate Nats Park in the early days, um, and how much the Phillies used to beat up on us mm-hmm. when they were really good and we were such a young franchise or a young club still. Um, but yeah, I think part of it is the dis- disingenuity because all, how many, what was it, seven years he was here? Yeah, I guess say even since he got drafted, so 2010, um, you know, it's he was all about how you know I want to be a national for life. This is my team. I love the city. I, I love these fans. I love this organization. You know, I just want to win for the city. Blah 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 blah. And then that, like, at the drop of a hat, you're out the door. And now, to be fair, I mean, who's to say what would have happened if? The Nats would have countered with like the same offer, sure. and where does he go? Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's because you know the Nats said this is as far as we're going, and we we mentioned in the, in the last episode the offer <laughs> 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 the offers weren't close. You know. Yeah, they Bobby Bonilla. So it was like, what would have happened if they didn't Bobby Benium right. well, and pay him until he's 65 years yeah, old? Would he have taken it? He had like deferred payments until he's 65, like $100 million retirement fund. And he goes, what's that going to do for my family now? Right. And, well, you're going to get $100 million in 65. What, what, you, pretty what, what the awesome. fuck do you need? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you got you got to feed your family? Okay. Um, yeah. What, you run out of food stamps? I think you're fine. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I, I think it's... I... I for a long time, I was like, he's the first time he steps up, I think he's going to get cheered at an ovation. But now, now especially on top of the, Tom, I'm, I'm sure this is on your list, where's, where's, my, where's, where's my, my thank you? Where's my thank you? People are getting so butthurt about that that he's going to get booed. And I know, I know it sounds petty. I get it. But it's, it's common practice now that you're, if you're playing in a city for X number of years, it's, it's quite common that they screenshot, like, their notes on their iPhone, or they post something on Instagram, or take out an ad in the yeah. post. Just thank you so much. Really appreciate the memories. Wish you all the best. Done. Not even that just took stars. five seconds. Not even just stars. Yeah, like people who, they just appreciate. Joe Flacco did it. Adam Jones did it. <laughs> Nick Barkakis did it when he went to the damn right. Braves. Did like a whole spread in the did side. Manny Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. I think Manny. No, Manny did. Yeah, he did when he got traded. Yeah. 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 I yeah, mean, it's also different. Yeah. Is circumstance because you have no choice. Is that petty of me, Bobby, to to want? I think to at thank this you? point it is. No, I mean, I'm with you. Petty. You with Tom? I'm with Tom. Yeah. 
I mean, at this... I also just hate Bryce Harper. I mean, people have spent... Millions of people went to go see him play. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like... Is it going to make you feel better if he if he'd post one now? It's too late now. Right. So at the point, so it's like, all right, it's too late. Move on. I feel like it just verifies that you are, in fact, a selfish, disingenuous douchebag that only cares about yourself. Let me bathe in it. I but. think that comes out more from, like like I mentioned, like the story from The Athletic about the whole, the Phillies' whole offseason and their negotiations and how it all came together and how the Phillies prepared this huge contract offer for them and Scott Boris and Bryce Harper, who, and it's hilarious because, like, you know, they detailed sit-down conversations that Bryce Harper and Scott Boris would have with the Phillies' ownership in a hotel room in Las Vegas and Bryce would be like, you know, how committed to you are winning, you know, how committed to you are to this team, this organization, or you could build around me. Like, all I want to, all I do is win, blah, 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 blah. And then flash forward to this huge offer that the Phillies put on mm-hmm. or gave him. And he said, and they kept saying no because they wanted a higher AAV and higher total value. So it's like, so you even lied to their, lied. You even put on a show for, for them mm-hmm. three or four months ago. Not just to no, forget about what he did to DC to your now employer about what your true intentions are, and you but you kept denying their offer because you, the money wasn't right. I mean, I think that's more where I get irked with him yeah. than than the no goodbye. The goodbye thing again. I think he has in in his mind. I think he's already said goodbye. He said goodbye at the end of last season. I thought he said goodbye at the All Star game, the home run derby. He kind of was alluded his, to that too, which was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. one of the that was that was shit. Awesome. I gotta throw away those newspapers now. And that was kind of <laughs> now it kind of sucks that <laughs> you know I say keep that it. happened in the la- his still last a national who did it. Yeah, you're not throwing away those newspapers, Tom. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> yeah, he is right, Tom. <laughs> so like I think again, I think in his mind, his goodbye was you know waving goodbye at Nats Park on the other last home game, the on field conversation with Dan Colco on the last regular season game. And then the Instagram post, which was a nine, like, piece thing that you know his PR creative team did for him, whatever. But that he deleted all the except for the one there says thank you, DC. thank you, DC. Yeah, that's not it. That's not. Mm. But not, to, not enough. I, I, I see. I don't want to. Dan, that guy got rocked by the rim. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're playing Belmont. I don't want to call you petty, Tom, because I think it's a fair. You know, as a fan who invests in a team and a player and an organization, and obviously we're invested in the city, but at the same time, you know, it's just me. It's like, all right. I mean, I, I guess I have just easier to let it go. It's like, all right, let him walk. Let you know, I also just let him be miserable. I, I, yeah, go F, yeah. I go have fun with your three hundred thirty million dollars. Yeah. All of the the young. I mean, Ian, you said so yourself. If you were younger, you would have you'd been a Nationals fan because. If they were, if they were there, and yeah, if they absolutely. They were here the whole time, absolutely. And like, whenever I see young kids, and if they like baseball, it's like, who's your favorite player? Bryce 90% Harper. Percent of them say Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper. Would be my favorite player too. As it should was, be. Yeah. It, as it should be. And it's just, I, I feel like this DC has is known for a lot of things in in terms of our sports town minor league. Michael Wilbon suck it. Stanley um, Cup champions. I, I feel like we coddle athletes in a good. We're way. not gonna be fucking suck this year. <laughs> You know, I, I feel. Am, am I wrong to think D, D, this town coddles their athletes that they love, that they can? I mean, John Wall doesn't think that. They're still RG three apologists, so yeah, probably. <laughs> You're probably Shit. right. Yeah, I, I <laughs> that's just, a good point. I mean, Bryce Bryce had bad seasons. He wore a freaking Cowboys jersey to a Redskins game. Um, 
He wore the Golden Knights jersey, and he still was beloved. Golden Knights jersey gets an asterisk for me. That doesn't bother me. I agree, uh, but I just didn't... but tack it on with all the other stuff. Our president called Mexicans rapists, and we elected him two years later. Get, well, so when you got a point, you got a point. But <laughs> that, that you know, Obama really... smoked weed. Oh, what's with the society, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby? It didn't bother me either. But you could think uh, it's just funny. I go because you're in Philadelphia now. If you have a slump like you did last year for the, the entire first half of baseball, Game. you are getting booed. I, he deserves it. Mercilessly yeah. booed. Two, wear a Cowboys jersey at in Philadelphia. See how that goes. That's not going to fly. Uh, no. Those fans threw crap at Santa Claus. Santa Claus. You wear a Cowboys jersey, Don't and you're Paul the that. face of their franchise. They beat up Chief. They almost killed him. Chief. I get the whole Santa Claus he thing. He was a drunk <laughs> dude, whatever. But you beat up Chief. Here's a scenario for you, Tom. Uh huh. Bryce Harper, let's say, what? what, what he, I don't forget where he finished last. Let's say he hits 230 again this year, mm-hmm. maybe 30, 30 plus home runs. But Phillies finished third, don't make the playoffs. Really lackluster first season. He goes to an Eagles game when they play the Cowboys in a Cowboys jersey. Those Philly fans might actually kill him. <laughs> <laughs> like they literally might actually kill him. Like we're paying you how much money to hit two fucking thirty we're and not make the playoffs? Over a hundred million dollars more than you your sh- batting average. And then you have the audacity <laughs> to show up to our football team wearing a Cowboys jersey. Whew. I hope all of that happens. I really hope, except for the whole death part. Yeah, I don't wish. I that th- I honestly and because he Just always like a good hot dog to the face. That so. yes, please. Like like the meme. <laughs> It always seemed like, but Bryce always rose to the occasion, and I feel like he is going to kill us. He loves the moment. He does, and he. So, uh, and this is another thing I tossed at you in the last episode. It was such a good episode. A good episode. <laughs> what if he? It was. What if, <laughs> what if he is? You know, so mediocre. I, I don't think he's the type of player. He will never be mediocre, right? Yeah. I don't think he'll be. And, any, and anyone that thinks that he's the Nats a good are player. better off without him, that's just you're missing 40 home runs and 100 RBIs. That's not. I don't true. think they'll ever. You, you, you can't a, lose a Bri- You can't lose Bryce Harper and become better. Yeah. No. Now they'll be fine without him. They, I think they made sure that they were going to be fine right. without him, and they did a really good job. But you're not better without him. Correct. You can't, you can't be. But let's just say he just, you know, for whatever reason, his best years were in DC, and his, these next 13 years. Sure, they make the playoffs a couple times, but they never win a World Series or maybe not even win a playoff series. Bryce Harper yeah, ends his goals up. are bring a title back to D.C. I mean, Broad Street. But Idiot. he destroys the Nats. Are you okay with that? If he does like what Daniel Murphy did to us, oh, God, that would kill me. But he never. But, ma- but, but, but they he, would remain unsuccessful except against oh, that the Nats. That, that's fine. As yeah. long as he doesn't win a, a World Kind of like what uh, Stanton did to the Nats in Miami. Like, oh, God. The, the Marlins did nothing. Yo, he, why he we destroyed ever, you Why we ever threw him a strike? Walk. Every uh, for, for intentional walk every single time. It, it blew my mind how we kept on doing that. Um, but the Marlins never didn't added matter. up to anything. Didn't so, yeah. true. The the Marlins they had Kristen Yelich, last year's NFL NL MVP, Marcelo Zuna, the runner up to the 2017 MVP, Giancarlo <laughs> Stanton, D Gordon, and J T Real Muto. How did they? Fuck that, that is up? ridiculous. How did they fuck that up? Everything went south after Jose Fernandez died. That's true. Um, that is true. But good God, Derek Jeter. But what the hell yeah, I think also their ownership sucks. Yeah. Sucks. They just um, don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They, I think they have like too many people pulling on the. And that's what people are forgetting. Road. How good I, I really feel like the mm-hmm. Phillies are the team to beat in the mm-hmm. NL East because they're forgetting they got the league's best catcher too. Who? 
JT Real Muto. No, no, which team? The Phillies. 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 No. Yeah. But besides... No, Nats are winning the division. Besides Nola and Arietta, I mean, who's also on their... Pavetta is... He's fine. I don't know if he's... Well, they just need to... Uh, almost like the, the Orioles model for five plus six years, just get us five, six innings, and we got a great bullpen. Bullpen, yeah. Just p- get us five is innings. Bull- are their bullpen good? It's loaded? Mm-hmm. But Paul also pointed out they don't play defense. They don't, and Bryce Harper's not a defensive upgrade mm. by any means. If anything, he's a downgrade. Yeah. And you got Andrew McCutcheon. How much more can he perform defensively? How old is Andrew McCutcheon? Like 33. Now? 33. Wow. Andrew mm-hmm. McCutcheon. So um, we're going to do a baseball preview special Sonic. next week, Bob. Uh, yeah. Before opening day, let's do it. Before opening day. Should we call it Umo? Umo. Umo, if you want to make it up here. Yeah, he, he made it up here, here last year. Then you can take Porter home. Porter is using one of those face emojis right now by himself. It's really <laughs> Just looked over and I was like, good God. That's that's my Tim Kirchin, uh Joe Flacco. When he calls me, I cannot stop laughing at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he broke the oh, news that, that he was moving to Baltimore. It is so cute, though. <laughs> See, when he, when, he, when he laughs like that with those pearly whites... <laughs> 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 How do you not laugh at that? Well, I did the kissy bit. I know. Those are pretty, pretty crazy. Temple took a lead. Okay. Um, I think that's enough for baseball. We're going to have a suave in your bitmoji. Right. We will have With those brown eyes. I know the, the Orioles aren't expected to do much this year, but how much will Umo want to talk about their Rule 5 prospects? Umo's literally talking about it right now while listening. <laughs> really? Guaranteed. Oh. Does he to love? Too, to does, he, does he love baseball too much? <laughs> probably, yeah, by himself. Oh, he loves baseball too much. By the way, <laughs> we need to talk about so Friday night, Umo and Porter and some of Megan's friends. We all went to Diamondback Brewery in Baltimore. Nice to watch the UNC uh, Duke game. Second half, we went to go watch on Umo's roof. One, why are we not there all the time? That, it's amazing. That roof is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Well done, Umo. It's that thing is un- unbelievable. But two, we went. It got cold, so we went downstairs to 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 watch the sports or whatever. And he turned on the TV, and he was playing. He left on his PS2. It was he was playing or PS4 MLB the Show, where he created a player, and he was a part of the Nationals. <laughs> yeah, Umo. I don't think you can choose where you get drafted. Really? Yeah. Uh, maybe he, he maybe he described that part to also, me. Also, he doesn't hate thing. the. I mean, no, I know, I know. But he like, doesn't he's hate those, a but he's, like, you, you wouldn't put yourself on the Orioles. I think he loves the Orioles more than. Does he love more than we love the Redskins? I don't know. It might. I. Th- it's I close. Think so. <laughs> he just might. Because he hasn't just been burned for twenty consecutive and, years. That's true. Baseball's also a hard sport to like because yeah. you have to know prospects. Like you, Redskins don't have like a minor league system. Yeah. Where we need to know the ins and out. He knows every. It's crazy. What are you talking about? Eric Flowers is our starting left guard next and, year. Well, I saw they got a back. <laughs> Brian to Quick, it, lock it up, lock it up. They signed another offensive lineman today. I don't even recognize. Jay Gruden name. doesn't isn't informed on personnel decisions. We'll get into <laughs> it. Um, okay, that's weird. We'll talk about that. But I do want to get into a subject that everyone can be involved. Greg, I'm very excited for you to take part in this, too. Um, sometimes you go down a rabbit hole on YouTube. That happens to me a lot. Oh, yeah. I, I know Porter watches YouTube like TV. Um, WatchMojo.com is a channel that I sub- subscribe to. What they do is they produce daily content making lists. Top 10 this, top 10 that. So they had a list, a games, Game of Thrones Centric list, top ten Game of Thrones fan theories. 
I wanted to go over those 10 theories with you look now. At, look at us getting out of the sports in under an hour. That's because nice. Porter's not here. It's true. What time? I can't even see the time. He doesn't even shut up. 50 minutes. He never shuts up. Perfect. All right. 51. Shut up. Are you talking? And it's still running. I know which one mutes you now. I saw him do it. You 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 lock, you lock it up. The field. You lock it up. So what do you think keeps my hair so slick? <laughs> okay, we all watch Game of Thrones. Correct. For anybody that listens that has not watched Game of Thrones, you're an idiot. It's wild. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Fast forward all of this. Yes. <laughs> also, what are you doing? Correct. Well, as when we when we do our when we do our Game of Thrones recaps, Bobby, you go. It's Wednesday. If you haven't watched it enough, this is your fault. One hundred percent your fault. Okay. Fan theory number ten: Littlefinger isn't dead. And in fact, no. the faceless man was in the person that died. Nope. I don't think so. Littlefinger. Next. He got got. Okay. This one I, I could oh, see. That was stupid. Fan theory number. Did you just get that? Got got. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Spring break. Woo. <laughs> Spring break. Um, Spring break at Umo's roof. Yeah. yeah. The keg raider still still hooked up, right? Yeah. Almost yeah. empty. But it was empty. Mm. Should, we go, should we go down so to Myrtle Beach? Bush League. All right. E- even better. And your fireball. I, I was so jealous. <laughs> so serious scary. FOMO. Like, serious FOMO. Uh, fan theory number nine. Samwell is telling the whole story. Every story needs a narrator. He is narrating the Game of Thrones as an older maester. I feel good about that one. That, I, uh, it wouldn't bother like me, it. but it's also like kind of lame, so nah. Yeah, <laughs> Next. That'd be, be a lame way to end it. Yeah, and then so like the end of the show just kind of pans out and Samwell has well, like, an adult version of little <laughs> Sam on his lap and like <laughs> and th- like at the end of Elf, like Will Ferrell sitting on Papa's lap, he's like, and that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. Well, <laughs> well, then what's what's Sam's like arc after this? Because he's he becomes like the head maester the at the, at the citadel. He keeps coming up he's, with facts where it's like this is what's going to knock people out. But he left the he left the what was it convent or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. Was. but yeah, then he's like he's coming back. Yeah, he'll he'll go back and be like, yeah, I'm the main dude. He'll be, he'll be uh, Doctor James Andrews. <laughs> 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 yeah, but that's always associated with oh god, something terrible happened. Well, I guess yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. It's it's got it's got it just got to be. I think your ACL line, got got. Yeah, <laughs> I think a storyline will be explained by some of your other potential big theories, okay. like lineage. Okay, fan theory number eight. It is often said throughout the entire series is and it was Melisandre that's saying the prince that was promised, the prince that was promised and and previous like scripture of Game of Thrones was Azora High. Is that right, Craig? That's correct. Okay, and he's basically the guy, or the person that ended the long night. Yep, he's the Archangel Michael. Understood. And so... Porter's wrong. um, Azora High is supposed to almost um, be reincarnated to end, you know, this, the second long night, I suppose. Um, It is long, it, it is... Assumed that Jon Snow is in fact the prince that is promised because of his lineage and everything that he's done throughout this show. Um, but the theory is, why does it necessarily need to be a prince? Could it potentially be Daenerys that is uh, the person that could end this, or is it 
something, someone else. Well, they even say in the show when, because uh, we just rewatched uh, season seven, when the Red Woman visits Danny, or no, she's already there. Whatever. The Red Woman is and Danny are having a conversation in the main room at. Uh, Melisandre, is that her name? Melisandre? Yeah. yeah, the red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at when I was um, old, when she takes off her like yeah. choker. At Dragonstone. Yeah, quite, quite creepy. That was such a weird scene. At Dragonstone, Danny, they're talking in High Valerian, and Danny says, The prince has promised, and her helper, Missandre, mm-hmm. the black woman with the fro. Oh, yeah. Missandre? Whatever. She's so hot. She's so hot. She's so hot. She oh, says, Actually, your, your grace, that's a, a common misinterpretation. That word, which the word means prince in High Valerian, has no gender assignment. It can mean prince or princess. So uh, yes. yeah, Ob- yeah, obviously yeah. Azora High is non-binary, and how dare you assume <laughs> it's gender? <laughs> it's well, I don't know what year it is in Westeros. I was gonna say AD, but it's like this is not our world. It's definitely a different world. Okay, yeah. this theory I like. Jon Snow is Jesus, <laughs> so it's like that little time in between. Mm-hmm. You know? Theory number seven. This one I like. Jesus fucks, then. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> so, I believe it was in season one, a witch prophesized Cersei, saying that you're going to lose three children. I like that. That's happened. And you're going to be killed by your younger brother. She has two younger brothers, technically, even though Jamie and her are twins. She is the older one. Um, everyone assumes that it's Tyrion that will be the one to kill Cersei. I mean, there's obviously beyond acrimony between the two of those. However, the theory is that Jamie will, in fact, be the one to kill her. Mm-hmm. Murder-suicide. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that actually makes sense. That could it does. Play. That could play. Um, you said season five, right? I think it's season five right? that that's shown. shown. It's a flashback, right? She's like a little kid yeah. walking through the forest. Yeah. 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 I think it's season five. Season five, excuse me. But yeah, because... Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Yes, I like that one. I think that one has that, that has some merit to it. Especially how this past season ended mm-hmm. with Jamie leaving mm-hmm. and Plus being like, "That's the perfect way for C- for Cersei to die." Hell right. yes, is the only person like her last remaining ally that yep. she pushed away and and turned on, and that's who turned comes on to twice. finally kill her. <laughs> like that would hurt the most. Yes. Yeah. Any other, anything else, like obviously when she was tortured or where she was belittled or humiliated and walked through, like she still came back even stronger from that. Like that, like the last moments leaving her eyes, like that fucking piece of shit choking on that poison would just be like, yep, you're dead. <laughs> and now you're dying. You know, you know, the thing is, but you, you said a murder suicide, which would actually make sense because that's the only person Jamie loves. Um, at the same time, could he. That's whiskey. I mean, he. It is. I knew it. Jamie killed whiskey? The, the Mad King for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Right. Would is he, you know? I don't think he could live with himself. At the same time, I mean, could he? Yeah, that's true. But I mean, maybe he's finally seeing just how awful slash evil and sociopathic his sister is, and realizes this woman's got to get got in order for us to be he's gonna, civilized. He's, he's going to be point. forced to do it. Wait, maybe, so could you see a scenario where maybe he has to? Because strangely, he has a really good relationship with Tyrion. Yep. Yet, mm-hmm. like. Cersei wants Tyrion dead and like other a thousand people times. who are opposing Cersei, like Brienne. Yeah, and someone else. I forget who. I gotta, yeah, I I gotta rewatch seven. So good. It's, it's like only seven episodes. 
launch it pretty quickly. I mean, could you see a scenario where oh, he's yeah. the the queen slayer? Kind of. Porter, are you saying that it's a murder suicide because you sa- you said uh, that he wouldn't be able to live with himself after he killed Cersei? Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I can see that totally. I think he's just gonna kill her. Ties up their arc that kills the Lannisters. The lineage is dead. The family name is all that matters, as they said, and it's gone. Like, you know, Tyrion's not a Lannister anymore. He's the Hand, and if he's going to go on, then he's not going to have that anymore. The house will finally fucking fall to pieces one by one, like they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would, it would. The story arc would be great if that were to happen. Um, I think, as far as the prophecy is concerned, if that were to come true, I, I bet my money with Tom that it's. Um, uh, her her twin, but you know, I feel like the the story would be better if he then killed himself because of that. Keep in mind, at the end of last season, we found out Cersei is pregnant with his child. So how does that play into yeah, effect? Yeah, forgot about that. So Shit. Yes, says her. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see a DNA test on that? You see a bump. Uh, little baby bump. Next theory, <laughs> theory, fan lovely baby bump. Fan theory number six: Gendry is Cersei and Robert's son. Therefore, he is not a bastard. I prefer. Therefore, Emma. he is the rightful heir to the throne. Okay. Gendry reappeared in the most recent series. Mm, the hammer guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't believe that. Because I mean, wouldn't? How would she not know that's her kid? No, she would, but she just because he's Robert. Well, because it was Robert, she got rid. She of got rid. She of hates him. Ro- She hated him, and, and well, she he could be the result. Did she ever have a miscarriage or anything? Was that she a said she did have a miscarriage. However, um, <laughs> <laughs> with the, with the <laughs> was that Kata? Yeah, and then the abuse right afterwards. Um, what abuse? <laughs> <laughs> Cersei hated Robert. However, they need to consummate the marriage on their wedding night. Gendry could be the product of that. The only reason I don't think that applies, no one cares. How many other people are already at the top? At at the same time, like nothing is done just just to do it. Everything has a purpose in the show, right? And And Gendry continues to reappear, and he reappeared in this most recent season. He's going to have to do. He's something. Even though I know he's a secondary character, but if he is in fact but of the same blood to a yeah. to a Baratheon, then and he's the last known one because Stannis is dead and right. the others are all gone too. But also, I mean, we just went through all of last season and established that now Jon Snow is a rightful heir to the throne. Sure. So I guess it it depends on who you think will, is the rightful king. I mean, like if Danny Baratheon or Ty- like Targaryen. I mean, that's assuming that John and Danny are gone. I can, it's the only way I could see him coming to power. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, I get the the conspiracy theory for it, but I'm just trying to think logically, like, what would have to happen for him to, to do that? Sure. No, I understand. I mean, that's why they're theories, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Halfway. Halfway. We are fan theory number five. John will kill Daenerys as a sacrifice. Um, I'm sorry. That's just a theory. Excuse me. I was reading my notes. Jon Snow will kill kill Daenerys. That's another theory. I've uh, heard that too. Yeah, with his thunder penis. Oh, <laughs> goddamn right. Is that bad? What does that mean? Did I break it? 
That's John Snow right afterwards. Yeah. Is that bad? Oh, she's dead. Did I break her? Oh my god, I love that. Um, I don't that that, that one would really make me sad. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <make me> sad. <laughs> I don't like that one. Yeah. That's sad kittens. Yeah. <laughs> they found each other, but they're related. But then they shouldn't have to kill. Hey, each they're other. just we all they're we're all pushing for that. Couple, couple, couple crazy they're kids, just nephew and aunt. I mean, that's not yeah. They're good. There's like we've seen worse. I don't know how those like removed things work out, but I think they're like five times seven removed. They're not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> good looking people sleep with good looking people. Just let it happen. I'm down. All right, Tom. Hold on. That might be another conversation <laughs> <laughs> we have to have separately <laughs> off air. New segment so called Ethics. That Corner. was actually. <laughs> so <laughs> you and Danielle are both half Italian. <laughs> <laughs> that was God. That that was a a quote from. Um, it was that terrible Adam Sandler movie. That's my boy. Uh, oh Jesus! Gilday made me watch it. It wasn't. It wasn't Hanukkah stories. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, okay, so back to John. John killing Almost Daenerys. A couple of reasons. Um, one of the theories is she could turn mad. She could turn crazy like her father. No, once you're out, you're out for life. Okay. Um, Sorry, Tom. That's okay. <laughs> Drink. Another another is similar to Jamie with Cersei. Right. Would John potentially have to sacrifice her or, or kill her for the greater good? Yep. And what she, what, she turns like White Walker or something. That or, or she like just mad, goes batshit crazy like yeah, her father, Mad King, Mad King style. Uh, I mean, she just lost her dragon. She could be. She's. Okay, but, but she seems kind of like she did lose her dragon. But after that, she seems kind of like, all right, we need yeah, to they fuck. Still banged. Yeah, they banged after post dragon. Damn right. Well, and pre dragon. Maybe <laughs> 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 who's gonna tell? Who's gonna tell the two of them that they're related? Sam. No, uh, Bra- Bron. Probably Bron. Yeah. Bron. Yeah, I'm with Bobby. Yeah, probably Bron. They'll just be like nonchalant. They're like sitting at dinner. He's like, by the way, you're related. <laughs> with, with your nose up our ass. What? Okay. <laughs> that's what Braun said it twice about uh, prostitutes. Braun is so good. Oh, does anybody want this shandy? No, summer shandy. You're not drinking a shandy? The the citrus is messing with my gastritis. <laughs> ah. Um. Sh- shut up, Greg. All right. You threw your back out sneezing. <laughs> 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 Oh, you mean whatever he is, he does when he has to sneeze because he doesn't sneeze. It was a half sneeze. And imagine if he let out a full one. Halfway. What would it look like, Ian? Well, I know what the full... (laughs) 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 And another Ron Swanson (laughs) (laughs) threw his back out while sneezing. (laughs) (laughs) I have a hernia. Daffy Duck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like a... Tom's Daffy trying to sneeze, <laughs> but just like really loud. And marine You made my glasses fall <laughs> up. I, I, I think that's what Daniela and I miss the most about Porter's is hearing him sneeze and then Daniela yelling up before <laughs> and below, like, let it out. God, I love that. <laughs> You're a liar. Oh, I am not a liar. You're a liar. In, in 20 whatever years we've been friends, I think you've sneezed fully Couple. three times. Okay. Inconceivable. 
I do not think that word <laughs> means what you think it means. For that's whiskey fan theory number four. This one is uh, kind of confusing to me. If you remember in season seven, Tyrion and Cersei have that one-on-one conversation <laughs> discussing what is going on. What the hell was that? <laughs> oh, please don't. What is happening? <laughs> oh. oh, it's his ice. Okay. <laughs> it's his ice machine. Um. Anyways, <laughs> fan theory number four is Tyrion and Cersei ma- made a deal which they know that shit's going to hit the fan, but they will somehow form an alliance to make sure that the Lannisters still nope. are in control. Nope. I disagree with that, too. Yes. I couldn't tell if you were talking to Kata or you. No. no. He says, fuck off, Kata. That's true. Well played. Not fuck off, Kata. You're <laughs> He's loving her. <laughs> yeah, it's because he's alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and drunk. I love her I don't like that one because I mean I guess all these have to do with like what you don't see on screen. But at the the after that scene where they talk and she pretends to do a truce with Danny and all of them, and then we see her tell Jamie like no, I lied to them. We're obviously gonna hide down here and let them kill each other, kill themselves, and then we'll rule the world. So I, I feel like she, I feel like that one doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, no, I I agree. I I that. And if and if she had, she would have told Jamie, and Jamie wouldn't have left. Okay. okay. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I I here's one that is. Um, We're losing to Belmont. Oh, for sure. Told you. I'm, I'm waiting so hard for the right one. And I hope it comes up. Okay, here's here's the next one. Fan theory number three. This is my favorite. Yep. Tyrion is actually a Targaryen. Yes. Checks out. Was that what the one you're thinking of? No. Okay. Um, there's two more. Yeah, there's two more. So the few um, theories as to why Tyrion is a Targaryen. If you remember when he killed his father, Tywin, the last thing Tywin said to him was, you're no son of mine. Right. Um, which you could take as a figure of speech because he's about to get murdered by his own flesh and blood. Um, second to that, if you remember when I'm not sure if it was season, I think it was season seven when Tyrion was the one that freed the dragons going into yeah. that. No, it wasn't seven. It was like six, six or okay. five. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. he goes into freely goes into that cave to unleash yeah. the dragons and um, he didn't get burned to a crisp. So there, it, there appears to be some kind of connection with these dragons and Tyrion, similar to what Daenerys has, and even Jon Snow at this point. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because I add to, add, to add on to that, in Seven is when the dragons approach Jon Snow, and they're not hostile toward him. Mm-hmm. Or, and not even, I think not like, it was just Drogon, who's mm-hmm. the most ferocious of all of them, mm-hmm. and he just kind of was like, what's up, buddy? Yeah, Jon like saw pats dude. him on the yeah, nose. Saw. Yeah, yeah. saw, dude. Well, saw, dude. Isn't there, I don't know if it's in the books or if it's in the forums, um, but it's that he's the product of rape. Is that correct, Tom? Tyrion? Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, they didn't I think it's a book that. thing. There was, there was essentially, or at least if I think what they're alluding to is that when um, Tywin was away at war for the Mad King, that he had fancied his wife basically all the time and was inappropriate with her, and while he was gone, had taken advantage of that, and that is the product of Tyrion. 
that makes sense. And that would explain why he was just looked. I mean, uh, he was never really greeted with love or anything in the uh, right. Lannister house. But mm, what are the t- what are the see mm, what do the but also his temperament is not con- like paralleled with the rest of the Lannisters. Well, to Jamie to an extent, yeah. But I was going to say, I mean, to because this Jon Snow's whole thing is his appearance. So back to like, what do the Lannisters and the Targaryens have in co- have in common? They all have blonde hair. Tyrion hasn't had blonde hair since like season one. Okay, I think well, he they like, only have blonde hair from being inbred with each other. Yeah, that is that is known within it. But I'm saying, but I'm saying, <laughs> if he was a Targaryen, he that's a family that has blonde hair. Jon Snow's only not blonde because. Uh, the the Starks have a they're, they're dark hair yeah, genes. Yeah, got that heavy dark mane. Yeah. <laughs> so, but he 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 if he were Targaryen, he that means he would be coming from two traditionally blonde. I mean, that's all genetics and stuff like that. We don't get to it. But he'd be coming from two traditionally blonde families, and he's not blonde. But you do find it like again, there's no uh, there's no coincidences no coincidences in the show. That could be a thing they just tossed out though. Like there, am I the only one that seems like the why are the dragons so calm around him? No, no, I, that's the one I have the most. I put the most yeah. stake in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. because because now that we know Jon Snow is a Targaryen mm-hmm. and we've seen the dragons act the same way towards him. Sure, there's level. I mean, this one's been around for a while. How how awesome is this conversation? I mean, <laughs> well, I, mean I gotta, we gotta keep watching time because we have to be talking for three hours. Yeah, one thirteen. Did they buy the rights six. or were they like. Six and seven were after the they, book. They've been, they've been Too slow. So they yeah. may have entered in like so if you're looking like at all these fan theories or if i'm them i'd be like all right let's give ourselves some outs or something i mean maybe i don't know i think it would be interesting to find out that he is a targaryen i think it'd be a a interesting plot point but again trying to theorize how that ties into everything in this last season because they have so many ribbons to tie to put into a bow to end this properly that if they were to add that, how much of a just like, well, here's this piece of information. Let's move on to the war now. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. I mean, I'd like it to be true in the sense of just like, holy shit, that makes so much sense. Yep. Everything else would make sense now. And, but. And you didn't kill your father. You just killed an asshole. Right. Asshole. Asshole. Talking about my asshole. Very nice. Get him to the creek. Um, okay, fan theory number two. I hope this is the one you're hope you were thinking of, Greg. Bran is in fact the Night King. He didn't hear. Bran is the Night King. I've heard that. Uh, I have heard that only because of people comparing images. I don't know how he would be simultaneously the Three-Eyed Raven and the Night King. Sure, but you know, magic. God, See, who knows? The theory I I understand. Is he? It's warging. Is that correct? Yep. So he warged. Bran would warg into um, Hodor mm-hmm. when shit hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Is there the theory is that he, Bran, will eventually warg into the Night King and end everything. The one that's counter that I can't speak to. Some pipe already had. 
just like he already had to Hodor, and yeah. that affected the entire timeline, even yep. though he did it in one. Because he can go into different. Is beyond uh, Back to the Future, Terminator, any yeah. of those. I have no Quantum idea how realm. fucking time travel works, but. Well, yeah, what I had heard was that he's the Mad King, and so when he says burn them all, that was like Bran presently saying that to the dragons, to the White Walkers, but somehow it like went back to the uh, Mad King as well, yeah. so the Mad King wasn't saying burn them all with to the, like, the town. Yeah, but somehow it like split the universe. I needed So it was just mis- it was misinterpreted yeah. or misheard. Mm. Oh, wow. That's that w- that would heard. be very interesting. That's the one I like the best. Yeah. It actually kind of makes sense to me. That does. It makes sense. And I don't understand the space-time continuum, so I'm like, I'm going to run with this one. <laughs> <laughs> the continuum strength functioner? You mean they don't have a hot tub time machine? <laughs> yeah. Um, last fan theory. It's going to be good. White Walkers will win. That's <sighs> not what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, okay, Greg, tell us your, your favorite theory. So my favorite theory is that Ned Stark is alive. What? How? I've heard that. That dude's head is off. <laughs> There's he showed it to her. Pieces, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brutalize this because I, I haven't read it recently. But essentially, Ned Stark is alive and that the uh, water dancer, the swordsmith that Ned just happened to know from Brothos, is actually a man of the many faces. Uh, um, and Valar Magulis. You never, you never saw heart. him die when he was fighting all the... Uh, the uh, uh, what are they called? The fucking Knights Water, uh, the Knights, Kings, Kings the Kingsguard, Kingsguard yeah. Um, the Gold Cliffs. And that he, uh, that when they took Ned Stark out onto the chopping block, that it, he didn't really look like himself or he was too beaten up or whatever. And um, his face on the pike didn't really look like him, that his face was kind of falling off. But, you know, he's a ta- decapitated head, so who knows. But the thing that they talked about was that uh, the bones, when they had been brought back to uh, Winterfell, was that of a smaller man, um, and that was not, you know, it didn't really look like Ned, according to Catherine, um, and that he has been, he has been the many-faced guy that has trained Arya this entire time to be a badass. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. Um, and will reveal himself in the end. That was, when I was, uh, that was at the end of season season seven. It was on like some Reddit thing, and Barstool just did a thing about it. I think the other day or two, and I was just like, "Yes, Wait. please, everyone else, make that a thing." Barstool if just doesn't just post drunk enough, people making embarrassing moments of themselves. Dances, <laughs> it's going to snow, and we'll get out of school, and this amazing thing like Ned Stark will just take off his face on the wall somewhere and start killing White Walkers, and everyone's going to be having a fucking murder boner, and <laughs> it's going to be great. That doesn't sound too far off of what we would do. With Popeyes, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! With the magic. Uh-huh. Hoping for an outcome in a storyline is not the same as eating chicken and thinking it's going to affect the What an idiot. Person. You are oh, so adorable. How the Iron Throne has turned. How did, how did you become a Marine being that adorable? <laughs> the second... You got to shoot guns too, bro. Um... I don't, I, I don't dis- dislike that one. I dislike that it. But I feel like that would have happened already. I dislike it. But here, my, my, th- my other thing is, like, uh, in the books, Catelyn Stark is, like, still alive. Or, like, comes back. She's like a ghost. Yeah, she comes like a ghost. She's like the gray lady type thing. So that kind of plays off of that, where it's like, none of the Starks are actually dead. 
But I don't know. I could get down with it because Ned Stark was like, nope. If you're gonna tell me that he has not been around for six seasons and all of a sudden he pops up in the last season, I'm gonna be pissed. That's fair. That would be so fucking epic, though. Fuck that entire family's getting murder balled and he's just chilling, chilling around. He's just slow playing it. Valamagulus. Valamagulus. Kill my wife. He only says that. Valamagulus. Peroni, Peroni. Um, okay, so the fa- fan theory number one, however, <laughs> though I don't even really see that's like a theory. That's like a coin it's flip. A the guess. White Walkers will win. Yeah, I mean they got a dragon now, and they can just I guess resurrect. Only, like yeah. it's only a theory in the sense that like you know, they got to do the when he does when he does a, the Jimmy, um, or the shimmy. Are we being recorded? Yeah, uh, when. Uh, you know, stories like this, almost always the good guys prevail. <laughs> like, what was the last big like TV series or storyline where like the bad guy won, or like movie? I feel like Game of Thrones is exempt from everything else because that's what I'm saying, and that's why everyone. I feel like that's why people think like, oh, the White Walkers could win because it, that'd be like that'd be so Game of Thrones. It was George. I mean, I know we're we're past the books, but. George R. R. Martin has said, as I understand Say it, it right, Tom. that it's going George to R. R. That it's going to be a bittersweet ending. I mean, everyone's going to die. Everyone's just going to get a gone. Lot of even if it's like not, not people, like if everyone, like people that you care about, like if one, if and when Tormund goes, I am. Oh, <laughs> at least one box of tissues. I'll be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> it's just for you. <laughs> <laughs> I Anywho. mean, even even uh, Brienne of Tarth came out and said she's like after after the season fin- series finale, people are gonna need therapists. Oh, like, don't don't do that! It's like don't do that. Hi, Megan. Good, <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I date a pre-therapist. <laughs> <laughs> and you're already on a couch. Pre-birds. It's perfect. Yeah. Megan, or why does everybody birds. die? Really, we can have viewing parties at my house on Sundays. Perfect. Porter, shut up. You shut up. You, sh- you shut up. You shut up. It's the second one, isn't it? Which one are we talking about? Shut the uh, door. Yeah. yeah, you would. I turned them up. Bye, Greg. That makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So when is that? We got about a, or a month away. April fourteenth. Let's 4th. go. End of the Masters. That's beginning of God. Bobby Cat's birthday. Bobby Cat's birthday. The fucking trifecta. It's going to be such a good day. Wait, before we transition, sorry, Bobby. Um, I'm just curious how you guys think the hound will take out the mountain. Oh, I forgot about that. If and how. He's going to do it. He's got to do it. Fire. It's got to be fire, right? Yeah. Because he's he's terrified terrified of fire. fire. Yeah. You know what what would be great? Only little. Is if they're having this epic sword fight. And he doesn't realize like the dragons behind him, and he's like that like by wave or whatever, and just it gets engulfed with fucking flames. Like I want that just to be fisticuffs. I don't even want swords. I just want them to beat each other to a pulp. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like he's like technically dead, so we're gonna need a sword. Yeah, we're gonna need some dismemberment. Yeah. Was was the mountain killed from the Oberyn fight? Mm-hmm. Yes, he died because yes. it was poisoned. He was brought back to life by that weirdo. Mm-hmm. Clyburn or something? Yeah. What a weird name for a weirdo. <laughs> what a perfect name for a weirdo. 
Okay, sir. Yeah. You can go back to great question. Thing. I just no, was curious what question. you guys think. That was a great question. Thanks, guys. Um, the the Cleg- what? the Clegane Bowl. Yeah. You know what's so interesting about this show is that there are so many characters that I started like I either hated or just had no interest in. For example, I hated Jamie Lannister the first couple seasons. Now I really like him. Love him. Like they got I like a inbreeding <laughs> attempted child murderer Kingslayer. That's true. And now he's awesome. <laughs> um I I wasn't that interested in Tyrion. Now he's my favorite character and I want whoever writes his character should run for president. Um, well, Tom, Tony Soprano was a sex trafficker and a drug dealer murderer, so <laughs> He wasn't a sex trafficker. Well, he, he owned a strip club. Yeah, he ran prostitutes. Nope, no, they didn't run prostitutes. Uh, the Bang Bang was, was that fucking strip club. They That's a strip club. They, were, I mean, they, they had he had his own, but it was not a prostitution ring. It they made Bang Bang. They made Bang Bang for De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help myself. Tony Soprano's an anti-hero. <laughs> he is. He was like the first anti-hero. He was. Um. But uh, anyways, that's it's just some of the, the character arcs of this. It's incredible where, I mean, pretty much from day one, Cersei's been the villain. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, right? At least she was Anybody funny at first. She was more wine. They gave her a glass of wine and she had to do the Cersei face. Yeah. Like saying random inane things like, I'm going to do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> she does it so well, though. Very true. Um, okay, what uh, what time are we at now, Megan? One twenty-five. One twenty-five. Okay. Noise. Hour twenty-five minute mark. What do we got for Rotten Gregory's? So, anybody that has Hulu, you are required. I repeat, <laughs> required to watch Letterkenny. Um, it is an amazing TV show that started on Crave TV, which was Canada's version of, uh, I think, Roku or something like that. Um, but they're six to seven episode seasons. They're only 24 minutes long. It's very weird. Ian, if you're used to liking the, the trailer park boys, it's that esque of not type of humor, but just Canadian esque. Um, but it's the best way I can describe it is from Talladega nights or the end of any kind of Will Ferrell movie like Anchorman, where at the end they go through all the takes where they're making jokes they do those back-to-back in the scene of going from one thing to the other. It's so fucking funny, and it's about a bunch of hicks out in um, uh, Ontario, Canada, and this town called Letterkenny, which is this Irish-Canadian farming town, and their problems or shenanigans that they talk into, but the dialogue and the writing is just fucking phenomenal. Um, it can get a little repetitive at times, so Bobby probably not a fan since he doesn't like the repetitive jokes of um, Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. But I'm on season three right now. Season one and two, uh, they kind of stepped into their own. There's a couple of episodes that are like, meh. A couple characters are like, meh. But season three is fucking hilarious right now. And it's just, it's Canadian rednecks. It's about fighting and drinking beer, and it's, it's amazing. How did you find this? Because this is obscure for sure. So this I found on my YouTube dives, um, and then I like their page on Facebook, and I see their clips every once in a while, and I could never watch it because Crave TV is only available in Canada, I found out. 
Um, but they sold uh, their seasons to Hulu, and I just recently got Hulu and found it was on there. I was like, holy shit, finally going to be able to watch this. Um, I've seen, like, clips of different episodes uh, where they basically, like, two-minute sketches of their jokes or things or conversations that they go in, but it's, it's literally a show about conversations and interactions between the characters, and all of them are, all the characters are fucking hilarious. Um, I highly highly recommend it um i'm a i'm a very big fan um and now that i get to finally actually see it as opposed to just seeing clips because there's a lot of stuff that's copyrighted that can't be on youtube um it's amazing i love it it's very good how many taquitos i give it five taquitos it's a really good show what kind of what kind of taquitos uh steak and cheese the best wow well it's not but okay so this is a war drama all right all right <laughs> so, just piggybacking on Rotten Gregory's, I uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, we I watched Triple Front Frontier. Mm-hmm. You did watch it. I did, and his saying "meh" was I, I, I it was like and it was it was annoying because I saw that cast. Yeah, I was, I was like, was "That's really awesome." That. I like the storyline. Narcos, they're so hot right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it, that movie had so much potential and. I mean, you're not bored at times. You're like, okay, that's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. That's dumb. Like, it yeah. just, it kind of fed into all of like the stereotypical d- formulaic scenes with you, w- with movies uh, of this cloth. And, um, right. yeah, I, I mean, if you want to watch it, go for it, but Porter, don't, you gave don't that, get what, out of your three, way. Three taquitos. I gave it three taquitos for its attempt. I mean, like, so I, I had talked about how, I mean, they hit on, the whole coming home, PTSD, everyone knows this, everything, like, a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, there's something to be said there, but honestly, you're talking about a movie that involves five Special Forces Army Rangers going into the jungle and killing narcos for millions of dollars. Like, that's the movie, right? About 40, the first 40 minutes is them complaining about doing it the entire time and how they have to do it right and plan it, and then there's this whole backstory about how who's ever in charge, Ben Affleck, is like this fucking, you know, uh, what's his name, the gray-haired guy smoking the cigar from the A-team is like this fucking mastermind guy. And it just, it doesn't follow through with that narrative, and then it's just, it's not, for me, I'm overcritical because it's just not plausible as a military aspect of just like, they are so not enthused about what they're doing, I just didn't buy it. I was just like, no, you're paying me, you're you're saying I'm going to get hundreds of millions of dollars to go into the jungle and do what you know they trained us to do and all that that sounds that sounds like an awesome fucking saturday let's go do that why are we complaining about all this stuff that shouldn't fucking matter i mean i could get if they were going to be fucking killing you know innocent civilians or bombing something and it hit the wrong target yeah that's terrible ptsd is terrible but that's not what this movie is this movie is going and killing literal bad guys they get to find they get to know that these people are the bad guys they're fucking murderers and drug dealers and then take their money away from them. That sounds that sounds fucking awesome. I don't know why they're complaining the entire time. I don't know. No, I, I agree with you. I, well, well said. Well said. Yeah. No, I mean, it, for at this point, Ben Affleck just direct movies. You're much better at that. It's gonna be so frustrating for him, right? Like <laughs> being directed in such a shitty way. Like I know Zack Snyder. He had to have been pissed off at that. Yeah. Gone Girl is amazing. Gone, um, Gone Baby, Gone, gone was baby great. Gone is what I'm Argo was amazing too. Yeah. 
Um, what else did he direct? Or the town? The town. Yeah, awesome. everything. Everything. Yeah, it's killed it. Ben so basically, Superman. he just has to either direct a movie or play a mass hole, and that's that's his formula for success. And I guess. cast Blake Lively pretty please. Done. Done. We gotta chase the rabbit. <laughs> Gets Ian going every time. Every time. All right, so um, we're about. Where are we at? An hour and a half, guys. One thirty-one. There we go. That's pretty good. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty good. good so job, um, we are going to have a baseball baseball preview next week. What? What? Okay. Hey, Porter. Blake, Blake Bortles got cut. What? Bortles. Bortles. No. Bortles. I don't know what they're gonna do. On the good place. Where's he going? He signed with the Rams. He is Jared Goff's backup. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's with the Rams. He said he got offers at places to compete for the starting job, but it was McVay and working with McVay that brought him there. Oh, shocker. So I don't know what uh, Jason's going to do. Good place references. Uh, Anyways, fools. This was a (laughs) great forking episode. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Thanks, Uno. Um. Anyways, baseball preview next week. Uh, hopefully, Umo can come into town. Hopefully, Umo comes. Out. Hopefully, we're talking about the Terps in the Sweet Sixteen. Um. By the way, I just saw a stat. Um. Since the first four in started eight years ago, they advanced to the next round eight consecutive years. Meaning they, whoever's the this team that's winning right now, Belmont. They have won eight straight times. Well, they have the won the next si- round eight in the round of sixty-four. The elevens or this one of the sixteens or someone of the. F- well, the, the well, there's only one sixteen team to ever do it, so it has to be eleven yeah. seed. Right. So either way, but, like, so but both elevens, I guess so. Put Jesus on, Christ! Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Okay. Well, Maryland's gonna play Belmont. I said Belmont's gonna win. Belmont's gonna beat us on Thursday. Turgeon gets fired at three o'clock. Hey, if that's what it takes, sound. Holy shit! The Maryland soccer just tweeted to hope. That's awesome. That's my girl. <laughs> um, I didn't really see cool. it. <laughs> uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, thanks Get everybody. It, Coach Goots. Thank you to everybody who listens. Bobby, yep. I'll let you do a sign off here. Oh, okay. Cool. Thanks. Well, thanks for Megan for joining us in studio. Thanks, guys. Thanks, if you Megan. guys want to follow her on Twitter, at Megan C. Healy. <laughs> Chili. Yeah, Megan Chili. Megan Chili. <laughs> no underscore. <laughs> nope. Amateur. Uh, speaking of understo- <laughs> underscores. At Bobby underscore Blanco, at Ian Foster 20 underscore Foster 21, at Tom underscore Natalie, and at Rotten Gregory's Terps All the Way. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. Dilly Dilly. PMIC Podcast I mean, how hard on Twitter and Instagram. Put me in Coach <laughs> Podcast on Facebook, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. I think everyone has Spotify. It's a universal app that people use for listening to audio stuff. I do. You can hook it up to <laughs> your internal housing playlist thingies. Um, yeah, also check out the tournament stuff um, on our cross our social media pages and our personal pages. Just hit the link. PMIC is the password. And good luck to all because uh, you're going to need it because your boy's going to win. Nope, I'm taking it. Yeah, I said okay. I was going to win fantasy. As long as it's not Gregory. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And um, again, we will talk to you next week. And enjoy all the basketballs. See ya. Night. Bye.
This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast. Screw you guys, I'm going.